0: Welcome to Climate Quickies, bite-sized nuggets of climate goodness from our London experts in under five minutes. In this week's Climate Quickie, we hear from Isaias Hernandez, an environmental educator also known as queer, brown, vegan. Isaias shares the rich and diverse history of veganism. That is so much more than highly processed meat replacement products and expensive white middle-class organic shops. This is part of a broader conversation around the erasure of black and brown voices within the climate movement and why this is key to successful climate action. Over to Isaias, stay curious. Hi, my name is Isaias Hernandez. I'm an environmental educator and the content creator of Queer Brown Vegan. Happy Veganuary everyone. I hope you're all taking active steps to reduce your meat intake. And I wanted to talk about a very important definition on veganism. For those wondering about veganism and if it's a very contentious lifestyle, what I love to say is that many of us here, whether you're vegan or not, have probably consumed a plant-based diet. I know for many of us, we don't eat meat every single day. And I know as someone who wasn't vegan almost a few years ago, um, I know I wouldn't be consuming. So what I would tell people that are very interested in exploring veganism is to start to understand what you're eating on your plate. For a lot of us in the global North countries, we probably get our foods from an industrial food market, Um, whether that's the fruits and vegetables we buy, the grain that we buy, um, and start to ask yourself what are ways in which you can creatively redesign your relationship with food I know for myself as someone who grew up Mexican a lot of the foods that we use are grains um, fungi um, fruits and vegetables and it's very rich and heavy in plant-based diets so I recommend people to actually look lean into that and start to extend yourself and understanding animal liberation um, it's not so much about being above and better than others others, but it's about re-examining the ways in which we all contribute to levels of oppression in our society. And when I talk about veganism, I'm not talking about those who have sometimes um, an inability of access and choice to choose this. I'm talking to those who have choice and access as someone who um, has a college education degree in in the financial career in my own industry. I talk about the importance of people taking small steps to get to where they're at rather than trying to get to an end goal instantly because we know as humans, we love to learn. We love to be curious. And I think curiosity in empowering and educating someone about not just the animal benefits, um, saving and non-human animals. But there's environmental benefits to going vegan. There's also um, human benefits in which we're divesting away from these extractive systems that are oppressing humans. And I think we can make a better world by actually showcasing to future generations that reducing our meat one day at a time is much more powerful from a global level. Veganism is commonly defined as an ethical and philosophical approach that seeks to fight for non-human animal liberation, and vegans um, abstain from the consumption and the usage of any non-human animal-derived products. I think the main messages around veganism has been talking about the industrialized systems that we live in today. The factory farms, the amount of non-human animals that are tested for our products, um, for our medicine. These are all really um, strong cases for veganism to continue to fight against. But white veganism isn't so much about an individual who's white and vegan. It's talking about the fact of failing to understand how white supremacy has really created these hierarchical roles when it comes to humans and non-human animals. I mean that the industrialized systems that we see today are not products of human supremacy. They're products of colonization because after all, the people that developed and privatize the lands are colonists who argued that privatizing agriculture and making it through an industrial lens um, would actually be profitable. So we see the devaluing of non-human animals start to increase during the time of colonization when indigenous communities have always recognized that non-human animals have a very unique and intrinsic relationship to the land which saw them as sacred. You saw them included in their stories, in the mythologies, and in how they practice their relationships with animals. One of my favorite dishes that I love to make is um, vegan pambazo. Um, A pambazo is a Mexican-type bakery bread that is used for sandwiches typically. Um, But essentially what you do is you um, put this bread in sauce and a very hot sauce that is used from chili peppers from Mexico that are dried Um, you make this sauce, you fill up your potato, um, your, your bread with potatoes and soy riso. Um, and then you add your toppings of lettuce, um, vegan sour cream, cheese, vegan cheese. Um, and you have an avocado if you want. Um, this is probably one of my favorite dishes that I love to eat growing up. And I really recommend people look into vegan Mexican food because it's really delicious and spicy too. (laughs) I think one way to avoid the erasure of black and brown vegans in the veganism movement, because veganism is not a white thing, veganism is for everyone, is to start asking questions in events that you may attend. If you love your favorite vegan brand, ask their marketing, why aren't they working with diverse vegans of color and only white vegans? if you want to start to avoid that erasure start to amplify and follow vegans of color so i think there needs to be a lot of allyship and amplification for vegans of color because we have been doing this work we may not have the same reach but we're doing it in different forms that exist and the more diversity that we have the more we can disrupt uniformity in our movement If you want to learn more about veganism, make sure to check out Veganuary this month. You'll find loads of tips and also resources for you to choose some rich plant-based diets in your area. You can find me at Queer Brown Vegan on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thanks for listening to This Quickie. This episode was created by our superstar podcast team at Telex London. Until next time, stay curious.